At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
Welcome back to the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Final hour of the program here wrapping up with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds live from the Circa Resort and Casino inside the VEASAN studios, inside the fantastic Circa Sportsbook. And the crowd going crazy out there, Wes, because Mr. Mickelson rolls in another birdie on the 10th hole, starts his back nine with a birdie. He is now eight under par for the championship. That is coupled with the fact that Brooks Kepka rolls a short putt by the hole for bogey. He hit his approach shot into a sandy area. Very difficult up and down situation for Kepka that he was not able to convert. So now a four-shot advantage as they get the back nine underway for Mr. Mickelson. Yeah, now eight holes left to play. Phil Mickelson, eight under par, by the way. Now minus 350 at BetMGM to go ahead and get his second Wanamaker trophy and his sixth major overall. Brooks Kepka drifts up to 550, 11 to 2. Louis Oosthuizen plus 750. Those are really the top three candidates. As now we're starting to see this leaderboard stretch out just a little bit and and look, uh, you know, maybe not the best for Brooks Kepka's brand if he's getting. Uh, Put the boots put to him right now by Phil Mickelson, as is the entire field. So, uh, look, I, you know, I don't mind this, Brady. I know it's not going to cash a ticket, but Phil Mickelson now with a four-shot lead over Kepka and Ustazen. Then you drop down to two under. All of a sudden, tied for four, Patrick Harrington and Shane Lowry are the leaders in the clubhouse. Harry Higgs also at two under. Patrick Cantlay, two under. Kevin Streelman, two under. But... Right now, this is uh, this is on uh, Phil's uh, driver, so to speak, basically. This is his tournament to lose, eight under par, has made nice recovery, and I mean, that's kind of vintage Phil Mickelson, isn't it? Uh, doesn't Maybe doesn't hit a lot of fairways. He's only hit, th- uh, or he's only hit three today out of eight, I believe, and now he's going to try to do so on the par 5 11th. We'll see what that result is going to be, but... Phil is able to scramble. I mean, he's able to make that bunker shot. He's able to make that flop shot. And uh, looks like he missed another fairway here as there is now a horde of people on the Kiwa Island Resort course, the ocean course down there in South Carolina. It has found his ball, and it looks like it's in about the first cut on the left side of the fairway. Yeah, Mickelson, no stranger to, uh, you know, being erratic uh, throughout his round of golf, whether it's off the tee, around the green, what have you. An escape artist certainly is Mr. Mickelson. But, uh, you know, uh, we, you and I were talking before we came back on air here. Obviously, now he has extended out to a four-shot lead, and maybe this is getting close to being over and the sixth major championship for Phil Mickelson. But... We saw him do it yesterday. I believe it was the 13th hole playing with Louis Eustace. Gave a couple back. Yeah, I mean, a double bogey is right around the corner just when life looks like easy street. Mm-hmm. There's danger knocking at your door. Yeah, and so. you got to make these guys chase you as Louis Eustace now is going to try to get up and down from the fairway here on number 11. He's going to have a relatively lengthy par putt. So that's what, if you're Phil... You know, not saying get conservative, but you don't want to make any mistakes. You don't want to get in too much trouble. Make these guys come and get you. I don't think that they can come and get him at this standpoint. I I think the only way is if he comes back. They're not going to chase him down right now with eight holes to play. Sunday and a major four shots back are the current two guys in second place, that being Kepka and Ustazen. This is going to be Phil giving it away if this gets close. Yeah, Oosthuizen, I believe, is on the 11th green there. So that could be for birdie, West, because that is a par 5, the 11th hole. Mm-hmm. I didn't see what led up to that shot, but... Uh... That it, it's yeah, probably you're about right. A, that is his. That was his third shot, so he is going to have that for birdie. It's about a 12-footer. That would put him at five under par. And, and I was just kind of thinking here, if Louie can get to five or six, maybe that could put enough pressure on Mickelson, again, with that possible double bogey looming or something like that. But uh, I agree. I don't know if anybody can get to eight at this point. Yeah, nobody's going to chase him down right now. I just don't see that kind of birdie run, especially how this course is playing with the wind blowing and all of that. So right now, uh, Phil Mickelson in very good hands to go ahead and win this thing. Minus 350 at BetMGM. I want to talk about a tweet from our friend Daniel Rappaport on 
Twitter, at Daniel underscore Rappaport, and he's been a frequent guest here on the network and a couple of times on Long Shots. Kicked off our Long Shot season this year at Torrey Pines, as Daniel Rappaport was our guest. And uh, real good guy, has a good tweet uh, every now and then, and certainly a good follow on Twitter. I really liked his tweet that he put up yesterday talking about Phil Mickelson, and it says, I can't get over the sheer unlikelihood of it all at a course that couldn't fit him any worse, in awful form, at 50, Phil is one good round away from a record that for once, Mr. Woods won't likely be able to overshadow. And I thought that was so profound, because Phil Mickelson throughout his career, as great as he's been, and you and I talked about it, probably a top 10 golfer of all time, Tiger Woods has always one-upped him. But this is Phil's chance to kind of get one back on Tiger. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And I know they're competitors and rivals, but I think Tiger Woods probably somewhere enjoying this. Seeing oh, yeah. Phil Mickelson, north of 50 years old, get it done. I would think he'd be very happy. Phil Mickelson, by the way, first three rounds tee to green was first in the field. Mm-hmm. 34th today in the field, about mid-pack, really. I think there were 82 players that made the cut. But look. That's what he does. He somehow pulls off these shots from the bunker and these flop shots and whatnot. So now he is currently eight under par. And I can understand why people don't didn't think the course would fit him. But in certain ways, it kind of does with these wide fairways. You're really not getting into trouble. This is not like a U.S. Open where if you hit it offline, that first cut of rough is about two and a half, three inches. And then you get in the deep stuff when you get in that intermediate cut. And right now he's in the intermediate cut and he has at least a shot. Uh, to the green here. So Phil Mickelson trying to scramble. This is a par five, so this will be his second shot. So look, pars are going to be good. That means somebody's got to make four birdies down the stretch to tie you. So you'll take pars at this standpoint. Just don't get in too much trouble. And you mentioned this is not a U.S. Open. It's not that far away that Phil will travel to a very familiar spot, Torrey Pines Golf Course in La Jolla. Practically grew up on the course, did Mickelson, and lives not too far away in Rancho Santa Fe. Of course, the U.S. Open, the one major that is missing from his Grand Slam cabinet. And uh, boy, you know, if he's going to go on to win this, can he win back-to-back? Well, at at Torrey Pines, I think, of course he can. Yeah, you would think so, and I think he is going to draw action absolutely sure. at Torrey Pines. He is not going to be that 175 to one, no, 200 I mean, to one that we saw. He is going to be shorter than 100 to one, I think. I mean, do you think they're going to put him up at 60? I don't know if they go that low or not. I, I mean, 80. Yeah, somewhere between 80 and 100. I think is where they would put him because they do have to account for the fact that he grew up in San Diego. Right. That he's, he's won there before. He's won the Buick, the old Buick Invitational, now Farmers Insurance Open out there at Torrey Pines. But of course, this is not going to be the Torrey Pines no. that they usually see in the spring, which it was a little bit more difficult this spring, even though I think double digits under par got there. It was only Reed. Patrick Reed was the only guy yeah. to be double digits under right. par. He won by several shots, but... This is going to be the U.S. Open. This is going to be okay. Under par, just barely under par is going to be a good score. Of course, we remember all those years ago that play, that Monday playoff between Tiger Woods and Rocco Mediate where Tiger was playing oh, on one leg. Incredible. One under par, I believe, is what got you in the playoff, if I recall that year. So uh, we shall see. But one of the things that we are currently seeing is this game in the NBA now. Phoenix Suns have extended that lead 71-58 to over the Los Angeles Lakers. And they, the Lakers got the money, of course, went down to about two-point underdogs. Uh, Phoenix opened three, and now Phoenix extending it. And I can't say enough about Chris Paul's leadership. This is absolutely why they're, an, uh, they're a factor here. I know they don't have the experience, uh, the playoff experience, with these young guns like Aiton and like uh, uh, Devin Booker, but... Chris Paul just makes such a difference. And Chris Paul, one of the things I like about him, he doesn't rush. He doesn't try to exceed his limitations even at an advanced age. He doesn't work by the hour. He brings that ball up the floor slowly. He goes, I'm going to get him organized here and gets him into the offense. Right now, Phoenix Suns minus 8.5 at BetMGM, 205.5 your current total. Money line minus $6, four, four and a quarter take back on the Lakers. LeBron goes to the hole there. They get a turnover out of Phoenix, and LeBron takes it to the rack and draws the foul, so he'll go to the line. 
trailing by uh, 12 points, 71 to 59 right now. You mentioned Phoenix, an eight and a half point favorite in the live market. Your total at 205 and a half. And let's take a look at a couple of those playoff games coming up a little later this afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern, or excuse me, at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. It will be the Hawks and the Knicks. And boy, Madison Square Garden West is going to be jumping. This is the first big occasion they've had there in the way of basketball in a long, long time. And we've seen this line move quite a bit. The uh, the New York Knicks opened up as about a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and all kinds of Hawks money has come in from the wise guys. This is now down to a pick em. And a real discrepancy here where the sharp money has taken that line down to a pick em. But a huge majority of the tickets, the recreational money, Mm -hmm. is on the Knickerbockers. Yeah, everybody's buying in the Knicks right now. And, of course, they are going to have a decent-side crowd. I don't know if it's full capacity, but... It's at least, I thought I read 12,000 in Yeah, Madison I thought, I thought about 10,000 or something. Yeah, it's been a little, been a minute since there's been playoff basketball in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I did not bet the game. I am on the Hawks, minus 120 for the series. I just think now they're finally healthy. They've got, now Cam Reddish probably isn't going to be ready until maybe later in the first round or even if they advance in this series. But by and large, if you look at the Hawks, they had Trey Young miss games. They had Clint Capella miss games, uh, uh, Bogdanovich miss games. So they have really done a good job. Remember the Atlanta Hawks? Lloyd Pierce got fired on March 1st, and Nate McMillan, the former Indiana Pacers coach, took over. Since then, the Hawks, by the way, 27-11 and 11, uh, uh, since that firing, and a difference of 4.6 points per 100 possessions. So they've really improved offensively under Nate McMillan, and the offense is actually what got Nate fired in Indiana, that maybe they weren't playing the right pace and space type of offense, but... Now he's kind of learned here, and he's injected that with Atlanta, and maybe Atlanta has the personnel that really do what he wants to do. Here's the thing with the Knicks. You want to give them credit, and I absolutely give them credit. Tom Thibodeau's teams a lot of times, and we have seen this with the regular season when he was with the Bulls and at other prior stops, his teams get there a lot because oftentimes they're going to play harder than you are, Mm -hmm. than the opponents. And and that's what he does. He gets the absolute most out of the players. Now, sometimes they've kind of flamed out over the years in the postseason. You remember those Derrick Rose and Joakim Noah teams and Todd Gibson in Chicago where they were always title contenders but never could really quite get to the promised land because he kind of beats this team up a little bit because they play so hard. But here's the thing in the playoffs. Everybody plays hard. So it's not going to be the Knicks are going to necessarily be playing harder than than the opposition here. I didn't know really what to do. There could potentially be playoff jitters really probably more on the Knicks side because it's home and now there's expectations with this team and they exceeded them this year. So how are they going to deal when the expectations change, when the goalposts move, if you will? So Pressure, I think, is a little bit more on the Knicks. I didn't do anything with the game. We're seeing Pickham at BetMGM, Knicks minus one at some other stores. But basically what I'm resting on is Hawks minus 120 series here. Yeah, and I like that bet. Certainly better than getting involved in the game today. And I think you bring up a good point there. There's so much excitement for the Knicks team. That kind of builds on this team's shoulders. And you wonder if they're going to be able to get out from under it. Will they be a little stiff to start this game? Maybe that leads you towards betting an under, but apparently the betters have been already betting the under. This one's came crashing down pretty good here. Also want to update the hockey game. We're headed for extra hockey in Nashville, West Three apiece there between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Nashville Predators. And Nashville got the win on Friday night in overtime, trying to pull that off again here and even this series at two games apiece as they go to the extra session there in Nashville. Talking about the uh, final NBA game on your card for your Sunday. It'll be the Grizzlies and the Jazz in Salt Lake City. And of course, the Grizzlies come off of that very emotional win over the Golden State Warriors. As a decent-sized underdog, they win outright and knock out Steph Curry and company. Ja Morant has a great game, advances his Grizzlies into the official round of the playoffs, where as an eight seed, who do you have next but the number one team, maybe in all of basketball, in the Utah Jazz. And they get Donovan Mitchell back, expected to be back in the lineup today, missed the last 16 regular season games. Now the Jazz, a pretty big favorite here, nine points at 
BetMGM. And uh, I don't know, that feels a little bit thick for me, but I also understand this could be a little bit of a wake-up call for Memphis, uh, who you know had to really work their tails off just to get here, and, and now you got to face a big bully in Utah. That return of Donovan Mitchell may now be delayed another game because he has now been downgraded to doubtful mm. that he is not going to go tonight. I believe that news just hit in the market, and as I see it, my, my Don Best screen lights up red, usually when there's a price adjustment. So this was nine pretty much across the board. I expect it's probably going to be repriced at about eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe some eight and a halves I'm seeing out there now. Probably eight, basically market consensus. Of course, you did mention that Donovan Mitchell has been out all these games with the ankle injury. Was supposed to return tonight, so now you're losing a little bit of value. I think on Memphis, even though I did kind of lean that way, especially in the first half, because the one thing that has happened with Memphis is they've played a couple games now, right? So they've at least got the jitters because they got in the playoffs essentially having to beat the Spurs and then have to go on the road to play Golden State and go ahead and get that win. Because remember, Memphis was in the 9-10 game. So first half maybe was where I was going to look at five and a half. I'm going to wait to see where this is repriced, however. Yeah, I, I get you there. The fresh legs against maybe the uh, rusty legs. And how is Mitchell going to immediately fit back into the fold? Is he going to struggle, you know, having been off for so long? Well, now he's maybe not going to be Yeah, in the he's picture. officially ruled out now officially for tonight's ruled game. Out. Okay, Donovan Mitchell will not play for the Utah Jazz. Apparently, that is the latest report in that playoff game tonight. They are favored currently by nine points over the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll come back, get you updated on the golf. Phil Mickelson currently in the lead at the PGA Championship. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. 
It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. Downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino inside a packed house in the sports book here, rooting on the close to 51-year-old Phil Mickelson, eight under par for the PGA Championship, trying to wrap up his sixth major of his career, his second PGA Championship. He won at Baltusrol in 2005, trying to do it here at Kiowa Island in 2021, and he rolls in a putt there on the 11th hole, and that will keep him at eight under for the championship. That was a par save from about two and a half feet. His playing partner, Brooks Kepka gave another one back there as uh, he missed about a three-footer, uh, did Brooks Kepka, and we've seen him miss a few short putts today. The iron play, you and I talked about this, Wes, usually off the tee and the scrambling. Those are probably the strengths of Brooks Kepka's game. Uh, but today the putter has really let him down, and the iron play has been off as well. And you wonder, we didn't bet on him because there was question if he was healthy. Now, mm-hmm. he came out for the first three days and proved there wasn't much of a problem with his knee 
But you wonder if, you know, he, he said himself, I'm not injured. I'm no longer injured. I'm just hurt. Mm-hmm. And you wonder after four days, and you haven't seen him labor or anything like that, but maybe the soreness and the uh, the discomfort is starting to show up in his game And we today. did talk about that not only yesterday here, but the After the Cut podcast we did Friday night on vcin.com and we talked about maybe after four days even though this is not particularly that hilly course it's really going to tax your body as much as augusta national but this is still 7800 yards uh, at the tips and that wind blowing constantly gets yeah to you too. that wears on you and to your point about kepka on the greens today minus 1.26 strokes gained putting minus 1.89 strokes gained around the green that is not going to get it done by the way we just see saw in the interim as we were talking Louis Ustase and does make birdie, so he is now to five under par. So maybe he's the guy that's going to be chasing now. That's maybe the only guy, unless Phil just totally collapses, that's the only guy that maybe catch him. That was one heck of a birdie, too. He was in the first cut of rough uh, from over 200 yards and hit an iron shot to a green that was bordered by water. Uh, you know, I mean, to hit a long iron like that and make it stick, and he was probably 12 to 15 feet away for his birdie, so good job there by Louie on the 12th. And Phil's play may have inspired one of his young buddies, kind of a protege, very good friend of his. Long time since we've seen him on the first page of the leaderboard at a major, young Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Two under through Saw 16, that. now tied for fifth, and... You know, good to see Ricky playing well. I I hope that this is going to turn around his game, that this is not just an aberration. But it's been a minute since we've seen Ricky Fowler. Not exactly a contender because he's not in contention for the win, but may end up on the first page of the leaderboard. It's been a while. And on the 12th hole, Phil Mickelson finds the fairway. Brooks Kepka does not as he has hit it to the left, and he'll have some trouble there again hitting his second shot from the, uh, let's see, the second cut there, the primary cut there. He went uh, further left. Than, he was into the gallery there on that tee shot. And, Wes, uh, you and I were talking about this uh, a little bit off air as well. This is the second year in a row now. Not only the, has Brooks Kepka had questions mm-hmm. about his health, we remember the PGA Championship at Harding Park last summer where you know he, he was having problems with the hip. I don't think it mm-hmm. was a knee, and maybe it was the knee, but he was working on the hip. You know, Obviously, uh, lower extremity injuries there, and he came into that Sunday pretty cocky, kind of took a little bit of a shot at DJ, and, and I don't think he was necessarily intentionally trying to do that, but it didn't come across too well in his post-round interview there. And sure enough, on Sunday, he blew up, and here we have on Sunday again Brooks Kepka in position to uh, win another Wanamaker trophy going into Sunday and falling apart again. And you know, post-round BK, he said, Brooks Kepka called yesterday's average putting day his worst ever putting day, and the golf gods are saying, oh yeah? Watch <laughs> this, pal. We got one better for don't, you. Don't tempt us, pal. You can't tempt the golf gods, and you know, here on the, the Sports Betting Network here at Beeson, you don't always want to tempt the gambling gods either, and we know that very well. Never call something over until there's the zeros on the clocks, until it is officially over, because you never want to get too confident about your bets and think you got a winner, because the gambling gods will get you, and the golf gods are getting Brooks Kepka right now this afternoon. The big rig Harry Higgs made a lot of friends this week, thanks to our friend Scott Van Pelt, really kind of made this guy a hero in the coverage with ESPN. What a tournament for Harry Higgs. He's certainly going to beat his SMU teammate, Bryson DeChambeau, as of right now, as he is tumbling down the leaderboard. There you go. Currently tied for fifth. A round of 70 today, two under par. He'll finish the championship at two under par. We'll come back with more, talk about a little NBA. We've got some more games there. Also some games on the ice, the Predators and the the Carolina Hurricanes in overtime. We'll be right back on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. We 
have a new feature here at vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of the bets and the money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds back with you inside the green zone. We get ready to pass the baton to the triple threat, the VEASAN Bet Center coming up with Josh Towers, Jeff Parles, and Greg Peterson at the top of the hour. But until then, Wes, let's uh, update a couple of scores here. The basketball game back to a 12-point advantage for the Phoenix Suns now. Into the fourth quarter, about nine minutes left in the Valley of the Sun, and Phoenix is up 86-74 on the Lakers. In the live market, they are now an eight and a half point favorite. Your total comes back down to two oh three and a half, and uh, that much closer, my friend, to cashing that ticket. Yeah, absolutely. Did lay the Suns on the money line here, and Phoenix uh, really has done a great job. Uh, Chris Paul, not much of a factor scoring today. I've been talking about his leadership: five points on just five shots, but knows what he needs to do. And that's give the ball to his teammates and really run the offense. And Devin Booker hitting those shots. 30 points already for Devin Booker. DeAndre Ayton, a double-double, 18 and 10. So Phoenix right now, 11-point lead. Still a lot of time. Still nine minutes left down there in the Valley of the Sun. Also, we just began overtime in Smashville. Nashville Predators, Carolina Hurricanes, all tied at three. Hurricanes, 2-1 series lead. Have absolutely been dominating the game from a shot perspective. We've been talking about that shots on goal discrepancy between these two teams has basically been from the first period onward but nevertheless Nashville with an opportunity here next goal they could potentially tie this at two to two well unfortunately the uh, Houston Astros have tied it up with the Texas Rangers you and I are Rangers fans today as good size underdogs almost plus 150 on the money line to a piece right now in the bottom of the eighth inning between Texas and the Houston Astros, the Rangers at the plate in the bottom of the eighth. And unfortunately for James Salinas, Arizona's taken the lead over his Colorado Rockies. They are in the bottom of the seventh there, Arizona on top three to two. And all Los Angeles Dodgers this afternoon, we mentioned Mookie Betts scratch from the lineup. Then you saw some late money come in on the Giants, but Anthony DeSclafani, we've talked about how he's kind of found a new lease on life in San Francisco, but we did mention there might be some regression coming. 203 on the ERA, but 378 on the XFIP, the fielding independent pitching, and the regression came for Anthony DeSclafani thus far before today. Nine starts, he had only given up 12 earned runs and 53 in a third inning. Today, 10 runs and two and two thirds, including a grand slam to Gavin Lux. So Dodgers was kind of a makeshift, if you want to call it a little bit of a JV lineup for the Dodgers. JV absolutely getting it done right now. 11 to nothing. And we are going into the bottom of the fifth as well. Julio Urias still looks like he is perfect through five innings. No hits wow. allowed, no runs allowed. So Julio Urias going to start the fifth. And actually, I believe the bottom of the fifth is now concluded. We're going to the top of the sixth and the city by the bay, 11 nothing Dodgers. And, uh, of course, the no-hitter, we were talking about it earlier. Uh, there truly has been one a week. Uh, if you look at how many days of Major League Baseball we've had so far and how many no-hitters we've had, uh, and this would be counting the Madison Bumgartner no-hitter, I believe, when he mm-hmm. only went seven innings. I, I kind of count that. He didn't give up a hit. What, yeah. what, what's the problem there? And it's a full, completed game. Uh, anyway, uh, we really have had about one no-hitter a week. This would be our first perfect game if this holds up in San Francisco for Julio Urias. Uh, the Oakland Athletics 4-1 to one over the Los Angeles Angels in the top of the fifth inning there. They are minus 750 favorites in the in-game line there between uh, the Angels and the Athletics. This one going down in Anaheim and the Seattle Mariners trying to avoid a sweep at Petco Park taking on the San Diego Padres today. They're in a tie ball game, one apiece, facing you Darvish today, top of the sixth inning all at one for the Justin Mariners and Dunn, the Padres. by the way, helps his own cause. The pitcher of record right now for the Seattle Mariners with the double to drive in a run. One apiece here going into the sixth inning. All right. And the Los Angeles Lakers still trailing the Phoenix Suns now by nine as they trim that margin just a bit at the nine-minute mark in the fourth quarter. And, of course, the PGA Championship. This is going to be 
Really a legendary story if this continues to play out the way it looks right now, Wes, and that is Phil Mickelson. He is just about 25 days away from his 51st birthday as he rolls a putt here on the 12th green. That is going to miss just by a few inches to the right. He'll tap that in for a par. He is at eight under par for the championship, three shots ahead of Louis Oosthuizen and five shots ahead of his playing partner, Brooks Kepka, who continues to miss short putts. But lefty now with a three-shot advantage and six holes left to play. And this was the final pairing on Saturday, Louis and Phil. And I kind of felt that Louis was the best chance uh, per the price at six to one. And who knows, with only a three-shot deficit and six to play, I think this is certainly Phil's to win. You know the odds there at BetMGM, but it's not over yet. No, it is not. Is Brooks Kepka going to try to keep pace here at three under par? He does make his par. Phil Mickelson, by the way, now at BetMGM that you mentioned that, Brady. Minus 2,000 to go ahead wow. and win this thing. Brooks Kepka. It's a big price. Yeah, Brooks Kepka, 18 to 1, 33 to 1 for Louis Ustays, and then everybody, Kevin Streelman, also out there at 50 to 1. So still with at least a possibility, but Phil Mickelson endeavoring to become the oldest major champion ever on the PGA Tour. He uh, turns 51 on June 16th, so birthday week during the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in his hometown of San Diego. Phil Mickelson, by the way, ninth all-time on the PGA Tour with 44 wins, trying to get win number 45 here, and has absolutely been on it. Even though he's been a little shaky tee to green, he was first through the first three rounds, kind of in the mid-30s today, but... That's what Phil can do is he can scramble and he can make these flop shots and he can hole out bunker shots like he did earlier on the front nine. So Phil Mickelson absolutely has this tournament in hand. Nobody's going to be able to chase him like we were saying earlier, even though Louis Oosthuizen is only three shots back. It's going to have to be Phil falling back, I think. And it looks like that no proposition on will there be a hole-in-one just might cash here as Christian Bezadenhout runs one right by the cup there, almost had an ace, and I know a lot of my friends locally bet the no on that. And and it's a pretty sharp play because with all the wind and these Really difficult 200-plus yard par threes. Um, but, you know, that's a that's a prop bet that I never play uh, because it is so random. And these guys are so good. They can make a hole-in-one at any minute. Getting chippy down here in Phoenix. Cameron Payne and Montrez Harrell get into it. Cameron Payne has been ejected. I believe Montrez Harrell has as well. So starting to get chippy. This is the NBA playoffs. Uh, no, no rest for the wicked here. So they get into it. 86-77, Suns lead. Nine minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. All right, we wrap it up next, the final segment, and we will get to a preview of Sunday Night Baseball and also the remaining game on the ice. Keep it here, Inside the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $100 if you place a $1 wager on any golfer to win the PGA Championship. And any golfer makes a birdie during the tournament, regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use the bonus code VSIN100 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only at Excludes Michigan dissociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, 800-889-9789. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Wes Reynolds and Brady Cannon with you inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. And I look at the leaderboard there, Wes. We have a five-shot advantage for Mr. Mickelson now. Apparently, Louis Eusthuizen uh, gets into trouble on the 13th hole again. He has dropped back down, down to three under par for the championship. Of course, the 13th hole yesterday where both he and Mickelson put it into the water. Louis was able to survive with bogey. Phil made double, but it looks like it's Louis's turn to make double today. I did not see how it happened, but I see him go from five under par to three under par for the championship. And now Phil Mickelson... He did drive it into the fairway successfully today on the 13th hole, ripped one right down the middle. So with a ball in play, position A on the 13th and about four and a half holes left to play, he's got a five-shot advantage. And Phil now to out. Bet MGM still remains minus 2,000. Louis and Brooks Kapka respectively drift up a little bit. 20 to 1 on Louis Ustays and 25 to 1 for Brooks Kapka. So like we said, Phil, if he's not going to win this, it's going to be him giving it up, not anybody catching him. Do want to correct one thing from the break. Montrez Harrell, I don't believe, was ejected for the Lakers. It was Cameron Payne that got the, the uh, heave-ho to the locker room prematurely for the Phoenix Suns. 8.30 left to go. Phoenix 86-77 to over the Lakers. Still all tied just midway through the halftime or the uh, overtime period, rather, in Nashville. Three apiece, Carolina with the 2-1 series lead. Yep, just about that a 10-minute mark there in that hockey game in the extra session. And you mentioned the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers now 88-77 to in favor of Phoenix with about seven and a half minutes left to go in this contest. And your live line now moves to nine and a half in favor of the Phoenix Suns and make it 90 to 77, a 13 point advantage now for the Phoenix Suns, who closed as about two and a half point uh, favorites there today in the Valley of the Sun. The Lakers get a bucket, come a little bit closer, 90 to 79 now, just headed towards the seven minute mark there in the fourth quarter. Wes, uh, if we keep talking about these scores in this golf tournament, we're not going to get to this hockey game coming up a little later today. 4.30 Pacific time, 7.30 Eastern for the Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. And the Winnipeg Jets are out to a 2-0 series lead. They've won both of the first two games outright as underdogs, and now they return home. An ideal situation here if you're the Winnipeg Jets. They return home with two games in their pocket. The Edmonton Oilers remain a favorite in this game at about minus 130, seeing some minus 135s around town. Here at BetMGM, they're a minus 130 favorite on the money line with a total of 5.5. And it's also very interesting, favored in this game, but if you want to bet the Edmonton Oilers to win the series, you can now get 3-1 to one on them. And I've been on Winnipeg the first two games, but I think I'm going to be against them here tonight. Edmonton now has to go on the road. Desperate down 2-0. Connor McDavid's been shut out through two games so far. Great job by the Jets' defense. And also, Connor Hellebuck, one of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League, last season's Vesna Trophy winner, has been very good. Kind of helps this team steal games a little bit. But it's his teammates that are kind of matching his intensity and his production, really. Edmonton's not really creating enough offense here, which is a little bit surprising considering Connor McDavid uh, led the league in points and and had such a banner year in that all-Canadian Northern Division. But I think when you remove the empty net goals from the equation, there's just been four total goals in this series. None of them have been scored on the power play. This is absolutely what the Jets want, is a lower-scoring game. And there you see the total 5.5, pretty much even big, minus 110 on either side. But 
I'm going to be on the Oilers here as the small favorite, about a buck twenty-five. I think is the lowest you can find in the market right now. BetMGM, I believe, has minus a dollar thirty. I do believe that this is a rebound, and I've tried this so far in the playoffs with the team down 2-0, and it has absolutely been beneficial. We saw. Carol or Kara, Florida rather, was down 2-0, got the better of Tampa Bay first period and game, and the same thing here with uh, Nashville over Carolina. We have some developing news at the PGA Championship, Mr. Reynolds. Phil is in the drink on the 13th hole again, not off the tee this time, but on his approach shot. We were talking about Louis Oosthuizen's great approach shot on 13 from 200 yards out from the rough with that green that is bordered by the little intercoastal waterway. Well, Phil tries to knock one down in the wind. It hits the, hits the edge of the grass there and then rolls over one of those famous Pete Dye, you know, railroad tie type uh, borders that uh, bordered that intercoastal waterway there and down into the drink. So, Mickelson will be the the fact that it did hit right near the green there. He'll be able to drop his ball there, and from there he'll be hitting his fourth shot. So he'll have to get up and down for bogey, which we know, of course, his mm-hmm. historic short game mm-hmm. is very possible. Yeah, so uh, not total disaster there for Phil, but we have mentioned he could chip it in for par too. Yeah, we have <laughs> mentioned throughout this program that these guys aren't going to be able to chase him. He's going to have to come back to them, and probably you would think at least going to drop one shot. He could very well chip it in, but he'll take the up and down for bogey and have a four-shot lead with about five holes to play. So just don't compound the damage here. Just be calm, take your medicine a little bit, and that's what you have to do in major championships in general, and that's what Phil is going to have to do on the 13th here. And I think the last one, anything, or the last thing anybody wants to see here is what we saw at Winged Foot years ago. I believe it was 2006 when Mickelson just unraveled on the 18th hole, had a two-shot lead, chose to hit driver hit when he it. hit it off the hospitality tent right. at Wingfoot, yes. right and and we don't want to see that happen again uh really don't wish that on anybody and it's kind of haunted him for his entire career but you know it kind of wouldn't be phil if he didn't maybe <laughs> maybe make it a little maybe exciting maybe make it right? a little interesting I mean, we know we know phil likes to gamble as well so uh you know making it interesting certainly for the betters uh obviously still with the five shot lead he can go ahead maybe and if he gets up and down, we'll have a four-shot lead here because these guys aren't really chasing him. But just looking a little bit down the leaderboard here, by the way, the clubhouse leader still Patty Harrington, Shane Lowry, Harry Higgs at two under par. Ricky Fowler now they're up tied for four. If he is playing the 18th, maybe if he birdies and can post three under. By the way, they showed him on the 18th. He uh, missed a birdie putt, had a lengthy one, made a good run at it, tapped in for his par, so he's in it two under as mm-hmm. well. I was going to say, is this how he's going to finally win the major? Ricky Fowler having his buddy perhaps collapse, and only two people ahead of him right now, Ustazen and Kapka, who are both over par on their final rounds here. So uh, maybe this is how Ricky does does it and gets into about a seven or eight way playoff at two under par. Don't think that's going to happen, but stranger things have happened. Well, you mentioned Phil making it interesting for the betters. Uh, probably not uh, terribly interesting as far as who's going to win this championship at this point. Uh, Phil trying to clean up on the 13th hole, five holes left to play, but uh, maybe the winning score. Okay, because uh, I believe the closing winning score was in the neighborhood of like nine under mm-hmm. par. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Phil at eight now. This will probably likely bring him back to seven. So if you bet, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to describe the way it's under. They give you a, a, an entire number, 272 or whatever it is. So under that obviously is meaning a better score, yes. more under par. Yes. What I'm talking about is I think this is going to probably finish at less than minus eight, but it's still possible if he bogeys here he could go on and make another birdie or two down the road the no hitter alert in san francisco officially off right now michael talkman with an infield single breaks up julio urias's no hit bid but julio urias eight strikeouts a day 11 nothing lead here in the bottom of the six all right very good the phoenix suns continue to lead the los angeles lakers 92 to 83 a nine point advantage they are seven and a half point favorites in the live market your total now under under 200 at 199 and a half. Just a couple of minutes left here, Wes. Let's talk about Sunday night baseball. We know the trend here. Every one of them but one has gone over the total. Tonight we will have
have the age-old rivalry of the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs. It'll be Zach Davies and Adam Wainwright. And the total is shaded to the over. It's at 8.5, and and I'm even seeing a couple of stores that have gone to the 9. I actually did bet the over at 8.5 earlier today. St. Louis has seen a little bit of money, too, early today, and now looks like maybe some buyback on the Cubs. Currently here at BetMGM, the Cardinals minus 125. The total is 8.5, and it's minus 120 to the over. Yeah, I lean a little bit Cardinals here, but I am curious to see how long the Cubs are going to leave Zach Davies in. Career worst, 558 ERA, 523 on fielding independent, 572 on the XFIP. He's about four and a half for his career. So his velocity is a little bit down. He hasn't really been particularly unlucky here. It's not like the batting average balls in play is really high. He's only went five innings in four of his nine starts. So Cubs may turn it over to the bullpen, who right now are about seventh in Major League Baseball in terms of the XFIP. So maybe a lot of extended work for that bullpen to try to get this work in against Wainwright. But, you know, Wainwright still is ageless. He's been very solid this year. He's kind of throwing more cutters and change-ups this year instead of relying on that curveball that he's done for most of his career. Cardinals offense, a little bit better than against left-handers than right-handers. They're going to get a righty tonight in Zach Davies. Uh, I do lean the Cardinals. I think the Cubs are getting the late money here, though, because I've seen this price drop a little bit. Cardinals got up to, I think, about a thirty-five favorite. Yeah, they got the money this morning. Yeah. Now coming back on Chicago. But I wouldn't be against you. I'd be with you there on the over. This has been Sunday Night Baseball. Most of these games have been going over. Might be in order tonight if Zach Davies continues to pitch the numbers he's been doing so far this season. By the way, Phil Mickelson able to get relief out of the hazard there, was able to putt his ball and almost made the putt for par from about 35 feet. He did tap in for bogey. So now a four-shot advantage. He leads Brooks Kepka, who's at three under. Louis Eustazen at two under. Or excuse me, Kepka at two under. Louis at three. Phil at seven. Next up, it's the VEASAN Bet Center. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.